Are you ready to take your real estate investing business to the next level? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. With your mentors, Wayne and Gabby. Good morning and welcome to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Today is Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. The weather today will be a high of minus 6 degrees in Edmonton, minus 9 degrees in Saskatoon, and 1 degree in Toronto. Thanks, Everly. You got all fired up there for a second. Wow, who likes weather? (laughs) Shade us. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. Oh, well, how do I top that? Way <laughs> to set the bar, kid. <clears throat> Good morning, everyone. Today, we've already done the weather, and <laughs> I'm all nervous now. She, she threw me off. What do I normally say? Uh, what do I normally We are broadcasting We're live. Broadcasting. Yeah, you could do it. <laughs> As we do every day, Monday through Friday, on the Podbean app. 6 a.m. Mountain Time. I don't know what you say. On the Podbean app. Uh, come join us live. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's where it's at uh, every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Uh, Mountain Time. Um, if you're a real estate investor and you're looking to connect with other real estate investors and start your day off right, this is the place to be. Get your questions asked, or qu- questions asked and answered. Wow, man, this is an absolute... <laughs> Taylor says morning tired people. I mean, party people. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's accurate. Yeah. (laughs) Bring your questions to the show. We will answer them. And that way you can take some action today. We're talking, we're talking brand name action today. Yes. Yeah. No one's going to, if they weren't here yesterday, they're not going to get that. But this this is another reason why you need to sh- tune in every day. You're going to get all the little inside jokes, right? Good morning, Joey. What? What? <laughs> Joey's in the house. <laughs> Joey. Joey's here. Joey's here. I just sorry. I don't know what we were talking about. <laughs> Me either. But like, I I'll admit, I kind of gave up on Joey there for a day or two. <laughs> or five <laughs> i didn't like i didn't like you know quit you but um but i was i was losing hope but it's great to see you here he but you know it. you want to know why because he's driving to edmonton right now <laughs> now i realize it because i saw an instagram story this morning saying he's driving to edmonton at like 1 30 this morning what oh, are geez. you doing i i know like he um well fun fun fact about he's joey working out right now in Edmonton. Oh, he came for the workout with Liam, probably. With Mr. Wegram. Oh, I gets it. Uh, fun fact about uh, Joey, he he just locked up a, a new property, a new flip in Edmonton. Did yes, you know that? I did. Yeah, he knew that. <laughs> um, so I maybe, shared it on my stories. So maybe he's going to see it today. Um, yeah, I took a peek at that house yesterday. I mean, I, I, knew, I knew about it, but I didn't really take a very close look. And then I, I pulled up the address. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, John thinks that he's driving to Edmonton just to work out and then he's heading back. (laughs) He 
goes through all that effort to work out, but he can't get all that effort in to wake up every morning for the show. Who else is here joining us today? <laughs> Sorry, Joey. I'm just I'm just busting your balls. No, the, yeah, he says the inspectionist today. Oh, that must be where Mr. Bordian is headed off to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, good. we have Tyson. Good morning, Tyson, and Don, and Denis, and Annette, Joshua, Matt, Ken. Ken's here? Ken's here. Wait, Ken's here? Ken. Ken. Ken? Ken, 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 K-E-N. Good morning, Ken. Uh, hi, Ken. <laughs> I mean, Ken's always here, though, right? Is that why he earned himself his own sound clip? You show up every day. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> never know who's next. Yeah. <laughs> Joey's like, when do I get a song? <laughs> when you start showing up. <laughs> Good morning, Amanda, Nathan, Elray, Kyler. I was wondering because, you know, like, Kyler's usually pretty chatty and then, you know, he shows up to a networking event and then I just, I'm like, has Kyler even joined us since? Did he show up and on Saturday and think, eh, these guys aren't all they're cracked up to be? I don't know. Hi, Kyler. <laughs> um, who else we got here? Carlos, Joshua, Corey. Good morning, Corey. Good morning, Eric and Glenn and Kathleen and John. I always feel bad that I'm like missing somebody, but mm. I'm trying my best here. Good morning, Sheila and Brandy and Paul. Oh, other Josh. <laughs> Good morning, Matt and Taylor. There's lots of people here today. Yeah, there is. Hey, uh, thank you so much for joining us. And if you guys got any questions, um, put them in the chat there. Um, today, I'm going to talk a little bit about rental rates. Um, if you guys got any questions about that, um, today would be a good day to ask. Um, yeah. Uh, upcoming events. Uh, I think I got a confirmation on that uh, that meetup. Oh, okay. pulling up the email because I have. That's fantastic. It. Um, Tuesday, January twenty fourth in Edmonton at MKT, which is on Gateway and and White Ave, right? Yeah, just below. Yeah, uh, seven p.m. It's going to be a little networking event there. Um, there will be an Eventbrite link uh, created today. Um, I, will, will that be on our account? Will people who are subscribed to us get notified that there's a new new event up? It will not be on our okay. account. Okay. Let me... Uh, all so that we'll post about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you a post ready for that. Um, that'll be co-hosted with DCI Properties. Um, great little meet and greet networking event on January 24th. Um, we'll get you guys the, the full details of that. I just wanted to let everybody know so they can pencil it on the calendar. Um, January 24th, 7 p.m. at MKT in Edmonton. And there'll be uh, limited spots as well, right? Yes. Yeah. So if you would uh, like to attend, you got to watch for that link and jump on Definitely have it. to register. Yeah. Yeah. It's about 40, 40 or 50 spots. Yeah. And yeah, those 50 spots for our networking event filled up very fast mm -hmm. last weekend. So um, 
We'll remind you guys tomorrow morning. Just keep an eye on the Real Estate Investing Masters free Facebook group. That's where it's going to be posted first. And like I said, like don't don't wait until the day before and be like, hey, well, hey, you know, can I still come? I didn't. No, you won't be able to. Yeah, this is a really great opportunity as well to, um, you know, meet meet the. I can't I can't remember exactly who's coming from DCI, but meet the DCI peeps. Um, I haven't been involved in the email. Sorry. So. If, if you do know, you can say Wayne, but <laughs> um, it's a good chance to to meet the people from DCI and um, have discussions with them, like, you know, like what you're looking for and like those types of things so that they know, um, you know, here in Edmonton for their boots on the ground, um, what types of properties are, you know, I know that a lot of you are looking for the exact same types of properties. So let it yeah. be, let it be heard. Yeah. Um, and hopefully they can drum up some of those for, for you guys. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Ryan and Randall. Nice. Yeah. So the guys you're used to hearing from. Yeah. Do they have a mechanical bull there? <laughs> I don't think so. Hmm. <laughs> it's Tuesday, I thought. Might be a good day for... A bull ride? A bull ride. Okay. Um, no promises on the bull, but uh, boy, that'd be fun. Ever been on a mechanical bull, Gab? Yes. <laughs> You said it like you were so ashamed. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it, Wayne. <laughs> oh, man. That's too funny. Okay. So I was. So not a topic for today. So not a topic for today. That's correct. Um, so I was right about Kyler. He slept in the last two days. Yeah. See how observant we are? Yeah. We oh, yeah. know when you're gone. Oh, yeah. We know when you're here. Joey. Yeah. I see Romeo here too. I, I I don't think this might be Romeo's first show or he's he's been only been on a couple times. Nice. Um please let us know. Welcome. And we also have um who uh oh where is it? Okay, so IQSZFIIW says still learning how to use this app. Don't know why my name doesn't change. How do you change your name, Gab? Uh I don't know. When you set up your account? Right? Yeah. So you set up a profile? Yeah. Um, but but who are you? Let us know anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and let me know if you've ever ridden a, a mechanical bull. Yes, very important. <laughs> Romeo says this is my first. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, great to see you here. Oh, it, that that was Romeo. <laughs> said that was me. I just changed it and it worked. <laughs> oh. Awesome. Voila. <laughs> Beauty. Okay. Uh, other upcoming events, uh, Barry McGuire is hosting a or holding a wholesaling focus workshop in Calgary on March 28th. Why do I feel like that date's wrong? Because it is. <laughs> Nat says no. <laughs> what? 18th? Yeah, 18th. As you can tell, I didn't get very much sleep last night. Is it 18th? Yeah. Oh, not even close. Yeah. Uh, okay. March 18th uh, in Calgary. Um, if you're interested in learning at a wholesale or take it to the next level, um, this is a full day workshop with Barry McGuire. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Barry McGuire is a real estate lawyer of for many years, 40 something years. Uh, also an investor and uh, an educator. Um, everything that Gabby and I no, we learned from Barry and Donna McGuire. So um, we we stand behind these workshops and their home study kits. Um, 
yeah, we, we, we couldn't say enough good things about them. Um, so March 18th in Calgary, um, and that is at the Hotel Clique. Um, and then also for April 1st, why am I so bad with dates today? April 1st in Toronto, Barry Maguire is also holding an agreement for sale focus workshop. Um, another all day event, learn how to invest in real estate without qualifying for a mortgage and with little to no money down. Um, I'm just reading this, the website right here, ability to buy properties without banks, raising more capital, joining the ranks of elite real estate investors. Attention, serious real estate investors. Are you looking for an alternative investment strategy perfect for today's real estate market conditions? Pay attention to the information below and consider this as your official invitation to us. This is very long, actually. But um, yeah, it's uh, agreements for sale is my favorite real estate investing strategy. That is how we grew our portfolio. I still use it to this day. Um, absolutely love it. It is an advanced strategy, but um, boy, is it worth it. So if you're in Ontario and you want to learn how to do that, um, April 1st um, in Toronto. Uh, other than that, uh, we have a couple upcoming uh, networking events in February as well, but um, dates to be confirmed and venues. Ken. Ken. Well, that'll be stuck in my head today. <laughs> K-E-N. Ken, 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 Ken. We know what Wayne was up to yesterday. <laughs> I heard that yesterday. I'm like, I yeah, that that that's definitely going on the show. Okay. Quick little commercial break and then uh, and then we'll get back to it. Some of you might have heard us talking about DCI properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI properties is that they don't cherry pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyers list. That's right. No sloppy seconds from no DCI. No sloppy seconds. So if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash Alberta buyers. Or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. And we are back. And you're welcome, Ken. <laughs> Ken said, thank you for the crazy clip. Uh, you just, you know, you mean that much to us. <laughs> um, so recently I was uh, reading articles, which I don't normally do. I don't, I, don't, I don't care for articles and I don't care for statistics because they're always in my opinion, inaccurate. But people love data and stats, right? They Am do. I right, Gabby? They do. People love to know where are things at on a national level or a provincial level. And um, a lot, again, a lot of it is like, it's written by some, some nerd, <laughs> some analyst at, you know, journalists. And, you know, they just take a bunch of just, you know, irrelevant data and they put it together and they don't know what the heck they're talking about. And then people use that data to make decisions on for their investments, which I just whatever. Um, so this is going to be fun. Wow. <laughs> Quite the intro. Yeah. Anyways, I was reading articles. <clears throat> I just want people to know the truth because the data that the, the information I, I, I share today, I don't want you to use this 
um, to determine, you know, how, how you make your decisions. Um, you know, dive a little bit deeper, do your own research, and which we'll be getting into as well. But I wanted to preface with it. Um, headline, average rents in Canada soar above $2,000 for first time ever, new data suggests. <laughs> okay. Okay. Double digit, okay, in bold. Double digit increases in rent costs show no sign of slowing, report says. Thank you, CBC. Um, and then the next, uh, the, 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 the line underneath this poor, this photo of this poor woman, uh, many cities and towns in Canada continue to see double digit year over year increases in rent prices with the average cost of rent climbing to more than $2,000 per month in November. Now this is national nationwide. <clears throat> Let me read this article for you. The average monthly cost of renting a home in Canada surpassed $2,000 for the first time ever in November, according to a report released on Wednesday. The data shows that Canadian renters are dishing out an average of $2,024 every month to keep a roof over their heads. The figure covers all types of housing from bachelor apartments to detached homes. Um, just a side note, I checked that report. It does not include detached homes. This is how I know it's bullshit. Because okay. I looked at the report, unless I read it wrong, but that's how I interpreted it. Um, that's up 12.4% over last November, far outpacing Canada's inflation rate of 6.9%. So um, cost of living, it, you know, went up more uh, than in, in uh, well, inflation, sorry, went up more than, no, cost of living went up more than inflation, whatever, you get it. <laughs> Why am I reading this I when know. I didn't get any sleep last night? <laughs> you heard what I said. Um, the new report was published by the rental search site rentals.ca and Urban Nation, a real estate research firm. It relies on data compiled from rentals.ca internal listing service and highlights that the price of renting is surging in almost every market in the country. I went on their website too to, to look at their internal listing service and highlights. I was just going to ask, that's the only place they pulled the data from? That's where they pulled CA? the data from. Yeah. And I went on there. Like, I am on there right now. Um, I was. And I'm, I'm looking at Edmonton. And, like, it's just, like, random apartment units. And then, like, one main floor suite. Yeah, uh, well, I mean. There's a single family house that's it's called an apartment in the south side being rented for 2600 bucks. Like, this isn't accurate. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say is like, I've never heard of rentals.ca. This is my first time ever being on their website. And I have never heard anybody talk about posting their listings on rental.ca. But CBC News pulled their data from a report that was pulled from data from their internal listings. Yeah. Catch, catch what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, okay. I'm not just a negative person. I'm just being real with you guys. I, I can't stand when like... Looks like I, I bet you that they must pull like, you know, how some of these sites are linked up with other um, posting services. Like if you go on PadMapper, PadMapper pulls from a whole bunch of different listing sites. Maybe. Because like there are when I when I scan out on the city, there are quite a few listings. Yeah. So they're they're being pulled from somewhere. I don't know. Again. Okay. It, currently in Mill Woods, there's like five listings total. That's not true. What are you looking at? Zooming in on Mill Woods. One, two, three. Okay. Okay. A little bit more. Maybe 10. 16. Nah. <laughs> okay. How many listings are in the whole city? 
Does it say? Uh, no, but but lots. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> okay, back to the report. <clears throat> uh, where was I? The costs of one and two bedroom units were highest in Vancouver at $2,633 per month and $3,598 per month, respectively. Uh, Toronto has the second highest rents. The average price of a one bedroom apartment in the city has jumped 23% since the same time last year, standing at $2,532 monthly. What else we got here? Uh, increases in rental costs show no signs of slowing down. The report noted year over year jumps have been in the double digits since May. Rents in Canada are rising at an exceptionally high speed, which is having a profound effect on housing affordability as interest rates continue to rise. This is just like this. I don't know. I don't find this very valuable. Um, nothing really. It's just a whole lot of complaining. There's there's a woman, you know, who's sad in her in her rental unit. Um, I was just going through, like I said, I went through this 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 report here, and the report that I'm looking at only has um, one bedroom, two bedroom, and three bedroom units, but it's based off of um, where was it? It's based off apartment and condo listings. And it doesn't reflect uh, single-family homes, so I don't want you guys to use these these numbers um, for, you know, to determine what you rent out your two-bedroom or three-bedroom for. Gabby, I was just saying that this is um, the averages are based off of apartment and condo listings in this report. There's no there's no detached homes. Okay. Okay. So, anyways, I'm going to start off with um, our little home city, and and keep an eye on those comments for me if there's anything that comes up here. Um, if anybody wants to defend this website. Uh, coming in at number 30 um, for highest rents or lowest rents, I guess, whatever. Highest rents, number 30. Uh, Edmonton, Alberta. We've got... Where was it here? There we go. Um, total average rent for condo and apartment listings, average rent is $1,286. So uh, your bachelor apartment is uh, 916. One bedroom is 1,128. Two bedroom, 1,400. I'm just going to give you rough numbers. And uh, three bedroom, uh, 1,585. So a three bedroom apartment or townhouse condo, 1,585 is the average. Um, now that three bedroom townhouse or condo is up 10.6% year over year. It's quite okay. a bit. It's a huge yeah. jump. Yeah. Huge jump from last year. And we've seen that too, right? Yeah, for sure. Not necessarily in the three-bedroom apartments, which is a little rare. Um, but the three-bedroom townhouses we have seen locally. Yeah, huge jump to, yeah. since the last that year. Right? So, um, you know, for, from our research, you know, just from – checking out listings and, and, and doing, you know, um, just researching, you know, through Padmapper and Facebook and Kijiji and types like the things think that like that before we put any listings up, um, on average, 
for the last five years, we've seen between 1,200 and 1,300 on average for, for your two-story townhouses, right? Yeah. Right now, they're anywhere from 1,400 to 1,500. So that, that is fairly, fairly accurate mm-hmm. based off of these, you know, comparing to these numbers here. Um, two bedrooms, it's kind of hit or miss. Like there's not many two bedroom townhouses. Yeah. I think it depends on really like the price you're going to be able to get depends on the demand at the time or the supply, I should say at the time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, supply is very, yeah, it's very important. If there's, you know, if you're looking at a a bunch of them, you're going to have to drop it probably. I remember, uh, it was last year we were, we had a listing and, uh, Gabby went to do a little market research and, um, there was like next to nothing available on the West end of Edmonton. Yeah. Like there was two houses and like, like three townhouses. And a, and a bunch, like a few apartments. And with supply issues, I mean, obviously you can, if, if people are going to have a harder time getting a place to live, you can increase the rents a little bit. Yeah. Something to think about. Um, now, let, let's take a peek at Calgary here. Um, and, and I don't know much about apartment units because um, uh, we don't own any apartment units. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, in my opinion, it's, it's not a great place to be putting your money um, for condo units. Um, I just wanted to mention so that that two bedroom uh, townhouse that we were talking about, we the, ended that you had rent, rented for last year. Yeah, we ended up uh, with a small, I think like twenty five. Actually, there might be a, yeah, there's a fifty dollar pet fee in there. We ended up getting uh, fifteen forty for a two what? bedroom, one bath. What? Yeah. Hang on a second. Repeat that again. Two bedroom, one bath townhouse in Edmonton, small backyard. Uh, we got no garage. We got fifteen forty. So with was, a fifty dollar pet fee, so it was fourteen ninety five. Yeah, fourteen ninety. Yeah, for a two bedroom. Yeah, holy. But sh- that was I took advantage of zero supply. Holy right? shit, snacks! I don't think that that would be a common. Seriously. <laughs> wow, and that would that was for for those of you that are listening. If, if is, that was West End of Edmonton. Yeah. Wow. I think that like. Um, you know, realistically, I would have assumed that we would maybe get like thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> thirteen fifty. It was newly renovated too, though. Uh it's it, that was quite a few years ago. Now it's yeah. seen better days. That's it. Yeah. Um, Annette and Bradley is Annette or Bradley on this morning? I believe Annette is here. You know, she um, she's got a few townhouse rentals that are three bedrooms in the area i'm curious um i know that they got some record high rents yeah i think one of them's 16 i can't remember if there's pet in there um yeah i think annette's here i think that's one of probably one of the biggest increases that i saw um this this past year with rents was was the townhouse uh market um and i wonder why i wonder why single family homes never quite caught up because single family homes are still in between 1700 and 1800 just straight across Edmonton. I f- well also um I find that like main floors and stuff it's every I think everybody's really scared to like I'm I thought that by now cuz I looked for a couple of our upcoming uh, vacancies that we may have um everything is still where it was for the past several years. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, ah, I want like I want to push, but at the same time, I don't want to be, you know, the only person out there. Just have to keep your finger on the pulse, yeah, um, and see because I, 
we're, we're, most experts are expecting rents to, to go up. Yeah. But just, I don't know, Edmonton's stubborn. Yeah. Uh, Calgary's going up quite a bit from what I understand. Well, and I said this before when we talked about this, I feel like maybe a couple months ago, is that um, until people are faced with their like mortgage renewals and their increases because of the higher interest rates and stuff, I feel like at that point, people are going to have to, if they want to remain, you know, break even or cash flow positive, they're going to have to raise their rents. But for now, it's just like, oh, you know, it's still working. So... I mean, I think if everybody was smart as tenant turnover, they would start to gradually increase before those renewals came up. But it's inevitable. It's part of the cycle. The interest rates go up, our payments are going to go up, and rents are going to need to go up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, did Annette or Bradley? Uh... No. No? Okay. Um as I was saying, Calgary, um, I've heard, I've seen many different reports and articles saying that uh, Calgary's rents have gone up quite significantly as well. Mm -hmm. um, just going to pull Calgary here. Um, uh, comparison, if, for those of you that are outside of Alberta or inside Alberta, just, just comparing Calgary and Edmonton, um, because Alberta pretty much only has two cities. <laughs> Like coming coming from growing up in, in Ontario to Alberta, it's like, wow, Alberta has two cities and then they have like a few small towns. <laughs> um, uh, not not as dense, not as dense as other provinces. Um, but uh, the difference in, in average rent, again, based off of all the stuff that I told you earlier, um, the average rent for Edmonton is 1286. Average rent for Calgary, take a guess. Uh, 15, 1793. And I think average rent for Edmonton, you said 1286. I think that's low. Uh, that is based off. I guess if you consider all the average Gabby of 916, 1128, 1445 and 1585. Okay. So you stick the four numbers, add them up and divide by three. This yeah. isn't. Okay. <laughs> Again, you were a little hard on me earlier about this report, but I think the report's bullshit. But it's people love this kind of stuff, and and generally speaking, you know, it gives you an idea of you know yeah. The, yeah, for sure. um, how things compare um, city to city. But yeah, Calgary's uh, average is uh, seventeen ninety three. That's because there's a bachelor units are eleven forty five. One bedrooms are fifteen seventy two. Uh, two bedrooms. 1978 and three bedroom condos. Do you have a guess? No. 2400. Wow. And it comes in at number 21 on the list, by the way. <laughs> this it just it just goes to show why so many people are like coming to Alberta and like wanting to invest in Edmonton and Calgary. Yeah. Um because I'm looking at the other numbers here and I'm like, "Oh my that's that is expensive." Yeah. Like and uh, you know, the the average household income is not much different across the province or across the country either. Um, it's crazy how unaffordable it is to rent. I, I I'm shocked. I'm actually yeah. like, yeah. Um, but uh, total change year over year uh, for average rent, just average of the of the four. For Calgary, 
21.9% since last year. Wow. It's a huge jump. Yeah. Um, I'm looking here at some of the other, and, and some of these other cities are actually, there's more, there's, there's bigger jumps. Um, I'm going to take a trip over to Halifax. Halifax, um, average rent between those four um, different property or unit types, 2200 per month. Wow. And the change year over year is 24.2%. That's how much it changed last year from last year to now. Um, yeah, crazy. Absolutely crazy. That's wild. My um, sister and her family just moved to Halifax. Yeah. And they got like a really beautiful, um, I don't know what you'd call it, character house mm -hmm. uh, with a like giant backyard. And I, I don't remember what town, but close to um, close to Halifax, like I think within like 20 minutes from Halifax. And like the price was extremely reasonable. So mm -hmm. it's just like, it's shocking that <laughs> to rent something in the area would be, yeah. Absolutely. I'm looking at Kitchener now at number 15. Um, bachelors, 1,500. One bedroom, 1,950. Two bedroom, 2,300. Three bedroom uh, condo units, uh, 2,500. <laughs> the, the year over year percentage change I'm just going to go through them individually for, for Kitchener. Bachelor, 28.5%. One bedroom, 27.1%. Two bedroom, 25.6%. And three bedrooms, 34.8%. That's the year-over-year -year change. Don't they have rent controls? That's a very good point. Like, how does that work? When, when leases are up, they, they change them. Oh, right. It doesn't control how much they can rent it for. It just controls the, um, to, like, it's, if people renew their leases, you can inc increase their exactly. rent only more by a certain than, amount. More than but if it's changeover, they can do whatever they want. And, and terminating when a one-year lease is up, it's not like Alberta where it's like, it's just done. It's not done. Right. Um, like, they have to renew, don't they? Yeah. Yyeah, they kind or of Or have sorta. reason to kick them out. Yeah. Um. Wild. Another reason why people not are to flocking invest. to Alberta. <laughs> Another reason not to invest in Ontario. <laughs> well, you know what? A lot of people made a lot of money in Ontario. Um, you know, you see a lot of quote unquote influencers. Um, I'd say, you know, of the of the ninety percent of Canada's influencers um, or people of influence um, in the real estate investing community um, are from Ontario, mm -hmm. right? population and um they made a lot of money over the last 10 years now i look at a lot of them and i think that not a lot of them are, are people that i would have assumed would have made a lot of money i think a lot of people were uh, fortunate to have to have to have been present <laughs> is that a nice way of saying it huh. yeah and a lot of those people are teaching courses now and uh taking all that money and Shipping it off to Texas and Florida and Belize and uh, in Mexico. Well, and a lot of those people also, uh, you know, raised a lot of money and lost it all. Yeah, <laughs> that, that too. There's that too. <laughs> yeah, I was I was talking with um, 
one of the master's mentees the other day. And uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of bankruptcies, mm-hmm. a lot of high, um, high balance <laughs> bankruptcies um, and foreclosures happening right now across Canada. Yeah. And some of those big name uh, influencers and educators. Uh, there's a lot. Yeah, there's, there's a, I'm talking tens of millions of dollars are um, are not being paid and there's people getting foreclosed on. Well, it's easy to look like a genius when you buy a property and, you know, over a year or two, the value increases by 500,000 bucks and you, you know, refi and pull out a huge chunk of money and then look like yeah. you're balling, right? Yeah. And then, of course, people are like, wow. How'd you do it? How'd you do it? Yeah. How fucking lucky. Sorry. Oh, not they lucky. They were fortunate to be there. They were fortunate <laughs> to have been present. <laughs> you know, I, 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 it's not the topic that I want to get into today, but at the same time, I have to say, I have to say this. I, there are still people in said provinces and cities who did not win because they were not present. So at the very least, they showed yeah. up. Yeah, for at sure. At the they very least, they showed up. And they made decisions and they made money. Um, A lot of people literally watched and maybe just owned a home or rented. Yeah. And, and, and didn't, yeah. And didn't make a lot of money. So uh, for the people that, uh, that we're referring to um, at the very least, they did show up and they did, you know, take action. Um, So credit works too. I think the people who won are the people who, Sold at the height and moved to Alberta. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what a lot of people did. Like, there's yeah. a lot of people that that took their money out, you know, at the right spots, you know, either you know, selling or you know, doing a a, re, a, a refi, and then diversified their portfolio with a good cash flowing assets as well. So, some of these better cash flowing um, producing properties are the ones that are supporting the negative cash flow properties. Um on the other side of the, uh, the country. So Glenn says present. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> that's going to be a, a few of you. Yeah. Glenn. That's going to be a very long t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I made a lot of money in Ontario. <laughs> I sold and refied a couple properties. I moved to Alberta to diversify my portfolio hashtag and to reduce winning. my risks <laughs> and on the back. You can put hashtag winning. <laughs> Or present, yeah, present. <laughs> um, let's take a look at uh, let's take a look at uh, another city here. I'm going to go to um, Ottawa. Ottawa total average rent 2047. So if you want to rent a bachelor in Ottawa, 1587, one bedroom 1940, uh, two wow. bedroom 2300, and three bedroom 2560 wild yeah yeah and pretty steady increases um average year over year increase was about 13.7 but on this list that's actually pretty low yeah honestly um the lowest the lowest year over year increase was in montreal actually montreal didn't have much of a change at all i mean seven seven 7.6 you know total average um, percent increase, but um, 
Montreal here, we got 1800 for the uh, average, average rent. Uh, so bachelor, 1400 One bedroom, 1575 uh, Two bedrooms, 2076 And a three bedroom, 2365 Remember when I gave Edmonton's numbers earlier? Yeah. And it was like 916 Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Uh, so I'm going to go down to the bottom of the list, actually. And uh, we got two cities in uh, Saskatchewan. We got Regina and we got Saskatoon. Regina's uh, the most affordable. I'm going to go Saskatoon first. Um, average rent, um, total rent is uh, $1,159. Wow. So you got eight eleven dollars uh, for a bachelor. One bedroom is $1,041. Two bedroom is $1,255. And three bedroom $1,394. Wow. Yeah. Um, about a 12.4% change uh, year over year uh, total. And Regina... Uh, is very, 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 very similar. Like these numbers are like yeah. almost exactly the same, just a little bit less. Um, pretty crazy though. Um, the amount of increase in one year. And Gabby did mention it um, earlier. Um, and I wanted to save that just to make sure that we had something to talk about afterwards. Um, was there any comments uh, while we were talking there? Uh, yeah. T-shirt talk. Yeah. No questions about it. Just little comments. The the big um, reason for all of this is just the uh, the demand for rentals over the last twelve months. Yeah. That's that's the big reason is is the fact that interest rates have jumped and. Um, with everything going on in the market and values decreasing and people scared to jump in and um, costs of, um, you know, carrying a mortgage, mortgage payments are significantly higher. Also, your buying power has gone down significantly as well. You know, you might have been able to qualify for a $600,000 house before, but now you're down at, I don't know, where's the mortgage broker's at? 400, 420, right? your buying power has gone down significantly. So a lot of people are waiting until interest rates go down, not just for the affordability of the monthly payments, but also the the ability to qualify for the house that they, the home that they dream of. Yeah. Right. They don't want to settle for something that's, you know, 60% of what they could have bought before. Or maybe in their, in their city or their area, um, $400,000 won't get them more than a one bedroom apartment. Right. Mm-hmm. So what's the point? Yeah. So that's why you see these big rental increases, um, rental percentage changes. Um, is because there's more of a demand for rentals while people wait. Yeah. The people who, you know, there's a natural transition of, you know, you get out of school, you start renting, you build a career, you buy a house. And so those people who are at the stage of get a career, buy a house are waiting while there's still people finishing school and getting into rentals, right? Mm-hmm. So it just, it, it increases the pool while people are sitting and going, oh, what do I do? Absolutely. I know also lots of people like um, uh, of the boomers. <laughs> I was trying to think of what to call them. <laughs> the boomers. 
<laughs> I don't know. What I'm trying to say is the older generation uh, that is, um, you know, that natural transition of, you know, maybe selling your big house and kind of downgrading kids are, you know, out of the house and all that kind of stuff. Uh, they're a lot of them are turning to rentals. Yeah. Instead of going and buying something smaller, it's like, oh, I might as well just rent. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, immigration is playing a huge part in it as well. Absolutely. Um, I don't have the figures for immigration, but um, I mean, you guys have heard enough headlines. Uh, record breaking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so again, it increases demand for rentals. Yeah. Um, you know, new immigrants are not buying homes right away because they can't qualify for the financing. Yeah. Um, they haven't built up the credit yet. So, um, more and more people going into the rental market is going to increase the demand, which will increase the rents, right? It's, it's pretty interesting. And we've been talking about this for, for well over, you know, well, about a year once, you know, interest rates started changing. And also um, it was getting earlier in the year, it was fair for people to get into houses, right? You know, we've been saying to, to, to watch the rental rates because if, people aren't buying houses or aren't able to buy houses, then they're going to be put into rentals. And when rental demand goes up, the rental rates will go up interest or sorry, um, uh, rental rates will go up. Mm -hmm. And I mean, yeah, maybe it was a little bit harder in the beginning of 2022 to be able to buy a rental property because they were overpriced and and 20 offers, et cetera, et cetera. And then it was really hard to get into them because of, you know, your buying power going down and you're, you know, being harder to qualify because rents hadn't gone up yet and interest rates had. So, you know, debt servicing was a difficulty. So I get it. And then now it's at a point where like, you don't know if you should buy that rental property because it doesn't cash flow anymore because rents are only, re really, rents are slowly increasing compared to the cost yeah. of expenses increasing on rental properties. But I am seeing so many posts and so many different groups and discussions being had at networking events where people are on the fence about buying rental properties. I say do it now and, you know, lock in on maybe a one, two or three year variable rate mortgage just to get in while it's reasonable, why it's easy to get into rental properties. Now is the time as a buyer to be able to like really negotiate some of the best, you know, prices because you don't have any competition. Now, have prices gone down significantly? No, no, only, only a little bit. But the demand has gone down significantly for rental properties. And there's a lot of landlords, whether it be sophisticated or unsophisticated, who are hurting right now, who were on variables because they thought they were geniuses. I, I thought I was a genius. It was on a variable rate and it was down at like one point whatever. And now it's up to like five, six, and they can't handle anymore. Maybe they've got five, six, ten properties. That negative cash flow is $200 a month. Let's be nice. We're talking $2,000 every month in the hole, Gabby. Some of yeah. these landlords. Now, I'm t I was being nice there. Let's talk about some of the landlords who are accidental landlords mm -hmm. that bought mm -hmm. with high ratio mortgages, mm -hmm. amortized over 25 years. And, you know, they were on a variable. I saw someone in the, in the chat there, you know, making fun of the holy shit snacks, but holy shit snacks. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Some landlords who own two or three properties are like negative a thousand bucks a month. Yeah, they were already negative. Yeah. Right? And now. And yeah, they're not going to sell their house for, for less than what 
you know, like a significantly less than what they owe on it. But there's an opportunity to get some pretty decent deals on properties right now. Um, because because of what I just explained, there's there's a lot of people that need to get out. Which is also, um, I don't I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but also another great example of why agreements for sale, again, are a great strategy for right now. To help some homeowners who are stuck, who can't sell for a significant discount, but they need to get out now. We're talking about locking, I was talking a minute ago about locking into mortgage rates for one, two, three year terms, even fixed rates. Let's say a three year fixed, sorry, a fixed uh, term of say 6.5% or, or two year term of 6.5%. If you can just do it for two years, if you can just ride it out for two years and wait, I know it's a speculation, so I don't like giving this kind of advice, but it just wait for interest rates to go down and interest rates do go down, just refinance in two years at a lower interest rate. Just ride it out for two years while you can get a really good deal on a property. The discount that you will get on the property right now will outweigh the extra interest costs that you pay over two years. Again, this is terrible advice coming from Wayne. I'd never give this type, type of advice. <laughs> I never, ever, 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 ever do. But I want, but it is an opportunity that needs to be looked at. It is an opportunity. Now, is it the opportunity that I would do? I don't know, maybe. And it, I, I can't say for certain if I was in a different position in, in my portfolio and my in real estate investing you know, career, or my business was looking a little bit different. Maybe I was a little bit newer. But I I, I look at the math and I think about the, the, the interest cost uh, between 3.5% and 6.5%. The extra 3% per year for two years. How much extra interest am I paying by locking in a rate for two years like that? And I can do the math for you in a second, basic math. And then comparing that to the deal I could get on a rental property right now. So let's talk about a 400, let's talk about a $350,000 single family home that I managed to get for $320,000. Okay, $30,000 discount. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's write that down. Who likes math? I like math. That'll be my next jingle. $30,000 discount. Okay, so let's use very basic, basic math here. By buying that $320,000 house now, or let's let's say if if I were to wait for the three hundred fifty thousand dollars house for two years, a three percent interest difference is three percent per year, right? Yeah. The difference between three point five and six point five is three percent. So let's multiply three hundred fifty thousand times three percent. I should be able to do this, but guys, I'm tired. About $10,500 interest, extra interest every year. That's how much extra we're paying from that 3.5 to 6.5 jump. So over two years, if I buy now at 6.5%, I'm going to be paying an extra $21,000 in interest than I was, you know, mm -hmm. say two years ago. Yep. But if you can get a deal on a property for $30,000 less, you're still up nine grand. See what I'm getting at? And you very likely had to put little to no money down. And oh, we're not talking about agreement for sales right now. Oh, okay. No, no I'm just talking about just like oh, getting, getting in a on deal the, right now. Getting okay. a deal right now. Yeah. 
See what I'm getting at? Yeah. There's an opportunity there. Now, is it the opportunity for you? Is it the opportunity for me? I don't know. That's entirely up to you. But I want to shine a light on these opportunities for you guys, for you guys to look at it mathematically to determine it. Because a lot of people are looking at it and they're looking at it one dimensionally. They're looking at it as the, you know, they're reading some article or listening to what some person says on the internet or on a podcast and says, well, now is a great time to buy, you know, while demand is low, uh, just lock it in for a two year mortgage term and then refinance in a couple of years. They're that's all they're saying. That's all the data that people, the, the information that people are getting. I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into some math. Mm-hmm. If you wait two years for interest rates to go back down to 3.5%, let's just use that as, as, as the, the example. Then there's $9,000 you're leaving on the table, essentially. As compared to buying something at a $30,000 discount right now. See what I mean? And for, I just want to point out, a lot of people are looking at this and they're like, oh, it's only $9,000. I get what you're saying, but I also want you to look and see how much money you make on rental properties. This is another thing. Because a lot of people, they, they probably saw that and they're like, oh, it's only $9,000. Maybe I'll just wait to be safe. Um. I, I want all of you to go and if you think that way, then I think that you need to get better at your math because I, what I also realize is that a lot of people who are getting into real estate investing, they don't ever run the math on mortgage pay down and appreciation. They have no idea how much money they're making on rental properties. Honestly, yearly, you don't make that much on rental properties. You don't. I, I just, I just want people to know. Um, I need you to have all the facts and all the numbers in place in order for you to make an educated decision. And that $9,000 um, profit that you're leaving on the table there is actually a significant amount on your, you know, what's your down payment on a $320,000 house? Four. Yeah, something like that. Four, yeah. So $9,000, your return on your $64,000 investment is 14%. It's a pretty significant yeah, return, mm-hmm. right? Um, I'm going to punch in a number here. What I'm going to do, I'm just giving you guys lots and lots and lots of numbers today, and you guys are just going to write down as much as you can and uh, retain as much as you can. Then I want you to make some, I want you to, I'm going to give you some, something to think about today while you're, while you're turning the wrench or while you're driving or whatever you're doing today. Um, so we're buying something for $320,000 okay. and we're going to get an 80% mortgage. So mortgage is $256,000 over 30 years. And we're going to use a 3.5% interest rate. Okay. In your first year, the amount of mortgage pay down that you have is $4,900. So saving, getting a profit of 9,000, like making a decision and making a profit of $9,000 over two years is actually a really good, yeah. it's actually a really good return. On your, what is it here? What's the payment? On your monthly payment of eleven forty nine, 
11, okay, monthly payment of 1149, uh, $746 goes to interest. Mm-hmm. It's quite a bit. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, just for the, the, for the 20% of people that, that heard that number, that figure earlier and said, oh, it's only $9,000. I'm just going to wait and play it safe. $9,000 is a lot of money when you're, when like with all things, you know, yeah. considered. Yeah. Okay. It's, it, it's, it's quite significant. Um, does anyone want to know what the what the interest change would be if I was to change it to six point five? Yes. Okay. So, um, write this down here. Three point five percent was an eleven forty nine payment. Principal was four o two, and interest was seven forty six. Okay, I'm going to change it to six point five. Uh, payment jumped to sixteen eighteen. So payment went up about four hundred and sixty, four hundred seventy bucks. Uh, principal portion is two hundred and thirty-one. Interest is thirteen eighty-six. Oof. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Not only did your payment go up, your principal went down. <laughs> so what's the what's the pay down over the? Yeah. Oh, what's the pay down for year one? Yeah. What was it last year? The pre- well, that doesn't make any sense. Um, it says 4530 doesn't make any sense. Uh, oh, it does actually. Just give me a sec. 4530 And um, pay down for the previous one was 6000 Okay. But keep in mind... Um, your payment went up as well. So your cash flow went down. Yeah. So that's like, you can't really compare those that apples to apples. Like you need to look at the whole picture because your your payment also went up by about 470 bucks. So your cash flow was down by 470 bucks as well. Mm-hmm. So you uh, you can't just look at the principal pay downs. You also lost 470 bucks a month times 24 months. You get it? That makes sense? Maybe a little too early for everybody. How's everybody digging this today? You haven't said anything about the comments. You haven't been like, Ken says. What's K-E-N, Ken, Ken, Ken got to say? <laughs> um, earlier, uh, just talking about how um, you can make the nine grand if you were to to buy it now. Um, Kyler said, yeah, that's a great way to look at it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, Matt says, yep, I felt that, especially after the Bank of Canada said rates weren't changing until 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Math. Yeah. Math when you're making decisions. Um, now, you can take into account a lot of these different reports and stuff like that. I, I, I 100% um, think I did a very good job um, discrediting some of these reports. Um, this morning, they're fun to look at. They're fun to read. They're fun to share on social media to you know with your potential joint venture prospects and stuff like that. But do not use the data that they use in those reports. It's, it's if you do, make sure you dive deep and find out where it's from, and then go on that website and find out where they're pulling that from um, to make sure you're getting the the correct data. It needs to be relevant to what to what it is that you're trying to um, to solve or trying to figure out. 
that data was not relevant. Remember, in that CBC news article that I read at the beginning that pulled the data from that report, they said it included detached homes. I was just on a report. It did not include detached homes. Yeah. It didn't. So that was just like completely wrong. I almost feel like emailing that nerd, <laughs> journalist, analyst, who's supposed to be a real estate expert for CBC, to, to, to let them know that that is incorrect. What you want? Is it an hour? Are we, are we, is it seven o'clock? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Um, so what did we learn about rental rates today? Not much. <laughs> um, do what your I, own research. What I, what I wanted, you know what I'm going to do? I, you know what I'm going to do? What's today? Today's Wednesday? Um, tomorrow, I'm going to dive into how Gabby and I go about setting our rents and determining what market rent is. How does that sound? All right. Sound like a fun little exercise? All right. It could go horribly wrong though because – I'll try and I'll try and be a little uh, prepared, be a little proactive, so that I'm prepared. But Glenn says sounds amazing. Um, but what I'll do is I will do that live, so that um, if you are listening on your phone and you are at your computer, which a lot of you guys are driving while the show is live, but you can follow along on your computer and uh, with us as we do it, and how we determine what market rents are. Does that sound like a fun day? Hell yeah! All right. Nasir says yes, sir. Kyler says awesome. Wicked. Taylor sounds great. Ken, thumbs up. <laughs> oh, Ken. Johnny Five, yes, please. Leo, sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Ken. Ken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I Did you not hear me laughing hysterically yesterday morning when I heard that? No. Oh, I was, I was cackling. Uh, you must have been getting the kid ready for school. Okay, guys, uh, speaking of getting the kid ready for school, um, we're going to go do that. You guys have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Investing Morning Show. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Interested in being a guest on the show? Send us an email to info at reimorningshow.com.